Sister Helen Prejean, a compassionate New Orleans nun, is the spiritual advisor to Matthew Ponsolet, a vicious, angry, and complex murderer awaiting execution. Her dedication is to help others, like Matthew, find salvation. But as she attempts to navigate Matthew's dark soul, she encounters a depth of evil that makes her question how far redemption can really go. Can she stave off the faithful day of execution long enough to save Matthew? Or will she discover a truth that will rock the very foundation by which she lives her life? This three-minute clip happens just hours before Matthew's execution. And he is going to be executed because he committed murder and rape with a partner. The whole movie focuses on just Matthew. He is in prison. He's been in prison for six years after appeal, after appeal, after appeal. After the last appeal, he writes a letter to Helen Prejean and asks her to visit him and be his spiritual advisor as he faces execution. She responds, having never done this before. She responds. And we see all the way through the movie her nurturing love, her battle for truth, while she's trying to help lawyers get a, a passing of the execution for Matthew. She's also ministering to him, trying to move him to a moment of truth for what he did. Let's view the clip. In this clip, in my heart, I see Helen Prejean as a type of Christ. And I see Matthew as a type of me. And I'm reminded that my sin has been forgiven because of what Jesus did for me. God draws us with his love. God is love. God grants us unconditional love. He grants us supreme love. Love that's higher, broader, deeper than any other love we can know. He grants us and gives us redemptive love. His love as we respond to it in faith. Receiving Christ's gift of love cleanses us. Allows us to be forgiven of all of our sin. Before we back up a little bit from this emphasis of God's love and take a journey toward God's love again. Let's listen to the Word of God. Would you stand with me? 
The scriptures today are taken from 1 John, John 1, 5 through 9. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Taken from Luke 23, 39 through 43. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. This is the word of the God for the people of God. It was kind of neat that the sound system came up in better volume at the last phrase. I like that. Well, this is a journey that we all take from darkness to light, from sin to holiness, from being a prisoner of sin being a free, eternal being loved by God. What a journey. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. All light. No darkness. All holiness. No sinfulness. Man, however, in this fallen world, as we hear about the sin and evil in the world every day, are fallen creatures. Created by God to be holy like Him, but sin entered and man fell out of favor with God because holiness and sinfulness cannot coexist. God provided the solution in His Son, Jesus. But we battle with this. Before we come to God and trust in Him and receive His great gift of love, we battle with this sinful world. We are drawn to sin. It's our nature. I will just take a little example as, you know, what I do sometimes. Um, I could be rationalized it already. Whether you see it as a sin or not, you can be the judge. <laughs> but I like to play video games. Just simple little games on 
on AOL, you know, nothing fancy with a PlayStation 4, anything like that. Just, just simple stuff. I'm from the Pac-Man generation, right? So, so I'm playing this game, and I'm enjoying it, and I keep going, and pretty soon two hours have passed, you know. <laughs> oh, Lord, what have I done? So I'm in, I'm in the middle of this, you know, owling away my hours, having fun on the computer with this game, and I hear the garage door open, and my sweet wife is coming back from doing the chores. So what do I do when I hear the garage door open? Click, I'm off, and I'm washing the dishes. You know? <laughs> Isn't that like all of us, you know? We know what we're doing, and it's wrong, but we find some way to manipulate the thing so that we're okay. We're not found out. We're not discovered. We tend to deny our sin. We tend to hide our sin. We tend to rationalize our sin, even sometimes toward holiness. I've seen that in people, in myself. This is our nature. But God draws us anyway. He loves us in our sin, and he wants to draw us away from it to forgiveness and wholeness. He says in the scripture that you just heard, if we confess our sin, if we agree with God that we are living in sin, that he is right and we are wrong, if we make that confession, he is faithful, he is fair, he is just, and he will forgive us all of all of our unrighteousness. That makes the journey better. If you've experienced the forgiving love of a God by moving toward him in that way, trusting him, you will start a new journey. A journey that will be surrounded by light. A journey that will be surrounded and drenched in the peace of God. Struggle may still be there, but the peace and assurance of God's forgiveness and His willingness to be there whenever we turn to Him in confession will keep our soul until the day he appoints Jesus to return or us to go to him. This is a joyful journey. That's our journey from sin to light. We change the scene to the crucifixion. We're going to remember that today at the Lord's table. And the scripture we pulled out was that conversation. So important like the conversation in the clip between a prisoner and Jesus. Between someone who is living in sin and a holy God. A conversation that is the most significant conversation anybody can have on this earth. One of the thieves railed insults at Jesus and challenged him that if he is the Messiah to save all of them, to save yourself and save us, prove it that you are powerful. And that kind of disgusted the other thief, the other criminal. And he challenged the other criminal and said, what in the world are you saying? 
don't you realize that we deserve what we're getting? We're criminals. We've committed crimes. This is our sentence. We deserve this. But this man has done nothing wrong. And I can see him turning his head to Jesus from his cross and saying, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. That's his confession. He confessed that he was getting what he deserved. He was a sinner. He had done a crime. He was facing the truth. And then he did face the truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus said. No one comes to the Father except by me. And he faces Jesus and said, Lord, I confess you right now. You are the Lord. Remember me, please, when you come into your kingdom. What was Jesus' response immediate? Of course, I can see him facing the criminal and saying, today you will be with me in heaven, in paradise, forever. If I put myself in the place of the thief, I can imagine in my heart I'm saying just what Matthew said on the clip. Thank you for loving me. At one time, we have all been dead men walking, dead women walking, dead persons walking, because the Scripture says if we're not in Christ, we're basically living a life dead in our sin, not aware of the spiritual, eternal, joyful life that God offers us. We are dead in our sin. But we have and we can now respond to God's love and confess our sin and then walk in the truth, walk in the light, walk in the loving presence of God himself, Jesus, being his disciple, being his partner in life. We can do that. Why? Because the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. Past, present, and future. Unconditionally, we just got to receive the gift. Christmas morning, the father picks a gift up under the tree and gives it to the child, what does the child do? Yes. They receive it. All of us as children need to receive God's gift of love. Amen.